0: life's busy take this deck there's heaps to do on it like um polishing off this wine that's tough life's pretty good with a trex deck composite decking with no hard maintenance trex the world's number one decking brand always great to catch up with dean evans from winning edge investments on a friday morning dino
1: hello to you yeah good morning gareth and uh yeah what an exceptional day uh Derby Day is one of my favourite days of the year, the Derby, the, the Coolmore, the Empire Rose, three brilliant group ones, and now complemented by, you know, the Golden Eagle, the Nature Chip stakes, and the Cracker Card at Rose Hill as well. It's just um it's a real feast for horse racing fans.
0: Yeah, it doesn't get much better and at Flemington unfortunately I think we'll be racing on a soft seven. There's been a lot of rain in Melbourne over the last forty eight hours and it's clearing I think this afternoon. And hopefully it doesn't arrive on Saturday, but I think you can work around a soft seven, and it'll be a good track in Sydney, so let's have a look at these features, and we'll start off with the VRC Derby. and you've got Sharp and smart at Flemington, of course. The Derby sharp and smart at 340, Berkeley Square at 3:40, Mr. Maestro six dollars, um, Pericles at 7:50. Then we go down to Maser at 16 dollars. And uh, next best in the market, distrustful of water, around thirty-one dollars with Bet Three Six Five, which is a fascinating runner for Paul Pruska. How do you see this year's Derby, Dino? Yeah, look, nine of the
1: nine of the last eleven winners have been six have been up or, or further in their prep. It's, it's, it's obviously a, a tough staying test. Uh, the twenty-five hundred meters for the young three-year-olds, so you need to have that fitness in your legs um, and, and horses who. Had a, had a few career starts, at least five. Um, is important too, and there, there's a few that, uh, including a couple in the market, such as uh, you know, Pericles and, and Murimah, so who are a pretty likely race. Um, and I find those horses just don't quite usually have the seasoning uh, to win it. Um, not a lot of speed in this race, so I don't think you're going to want to be a mile back. Horses um, like Sharp and Smart, I think, actually going to be able to settle, you know, pretty close, sort of, in fourth or fifth, given the speed here. Uh, and horses like Berardino and Berkeley Square probably not going to get too far back. Uh, look, I'm, I'm very keen on, on Sharp and Smart again. You know, I was very keen on him last week, and he he won for us at a you know really nice price, seven or eight dollars. Um, he, he raced wide, no cover throughout, uh, three deep, and and was unbalanced twice in the straight, when hampered, and yet still won. You know I think if he'd got if he'd got a clear uh, clean run, you know would cover and. Uh, and not knocked, knocked around the straight. He probably won one by three or four lengths. So I do think he's, he's clearly the one to beat here. Um, I think the danger is Mr. Maestro from the Forsman yard uh, of the Andrew Forsman, guided by the great Murray Baker, who who knows how to win derbies all around Australia. Um, you know, he's won his last three starts. Um has been strong on the line in and, and all of them. Um, and I think he's shaping up, you know, by a bill to really run that, that derby trip out. So... Uh, you know, I've got Sharp and Smart as uh, as the uh, one to beat absolutely, and um, but I think Mr Maestro is going to prove um, you know a, a real a real threat.
0: Yeah, can't wait for the Derby. Looks like the Kiwis, according to Dean Evans, will be dominating proceedings there in that classic at Flemington. So you get about three hundred and sixty at the moment for Sharp and Smart in the Derby at Flemington race number. Six on the program at Flemington will be the Coolmore for the three year old sprinters and Jackano's at five dollars with bet 365. Best of Bordeaux 19. Sajardan at 23. Lofty Strike at 23. Natuno at 23. Bonus Notches at eight dollars. Grand Impact at ten dollars. Economics at 12 dollars. And then we go down to Cool and Gatter at eight dollars. In secrets, the favorite, the filly for Cadolphin at 360. It's always a fascinating race, Dino. But this is an intriguing contest for mine because you've got horses like Sir Jardin and the quick backup that was impressive at the Valley. Lofty Strikes got plenty of ability. Natuno, Tony Golan believes that he can bounce back on a drier track. You've got Grand Impact. The Price and Kent Junior Camp don't know how good he is. And then you've got the proven galloper so far, and in secret that's been dominant. And O that was fourth in an Everest. Um, I can't wait for this race.
1: Yeah, absolutely cracking races. Um, you know, and four lines sort of coming from everywhere. Um, you know, historically, Barry has one to six, uh, been three winners in the last 11 years and then seven to 15, eight winners. So usually they come sort of down the outside and, and the early mile that I've got, um, and so waiting for a track walker to, to talk to me later, later today is that they could be down the outside again. Uh, seven Colts and, and three fillies of one um, of late. For me, uh, the form that, that usually holds up the best in this race is the Golden Rose form. Um, you know, historically uh, there's just been a litany of winners coming from there, and I and I do feel that um, you know on, on the ratings and speed that, that the, the the Golden Rose form and those horses um, do profile uh, best for me. You know, Jackano uh, he, he was really strong first up on the McNeil, then he you know won the Golden Rose, which was just such an impressive win for mine just taking up off a 28 day break. Um, and then he was fifth in the Everest. Uh, you know, he's only beaten less than two lengths. You yeah. know, Home Affairs has was, been about eight lengths in the Everest and came out and absolutely bolted in this race uh, last year. So for me, that's the premier form line for so this with Jack and O. And I do think the danger is, is in secret, who, you know, is very impressive winning the run to the Rose. and Second beaten ahead in the Golden Rose uh, by Jack and O and has, you know, been set for this with Jay Mack and And I just think that that form line. Uh, is, is superior to, to everything else. Is, like you said, a lot, a lot of talented horses. Um, but when I sort of tie in some of their form lines, I, I I'm just struggling to see. Uh, I'm struggling to see them having the speed and class of, of Jack and Owen and secret. So for me, it's uh, it's Jack and Owen on top, and, and in, in Secret, the danger.
0: Empire Rose, you got this Boom Kiwi mare Creek that dominates the market now. She's into two thirty with Bet three six five. It's been some goes. She continues to be well backed and you got She's Lickety Split, the fellow New Zealander, at $7 for Andrew Forsman, and then double figures for the rest, headed by Nimalee at $11, and Ice Bath at 15 So how good is this New Zealander, Dino, Le Creek?
1: Uh, looks you know, she, she ranked really well. She's got Jane McEnbord. She was very, very dominant um, in her Group one, 1 in New Zealand last start. Um, And, you know, she's come on as a four-year-old as well as she looked as a three-year-old where she pretty much won everything apart from the the derby where she ran second. Um, But, you know, this is not a race where, um, you know, I want to be taking sort of $2.40 about a horse who hasn't had a run in Australia, has to travel. uh, You know, the last three horses at $3 or under in this race have not even run a place. Um, you know, five of the winners have sort of spped between three eighty and eight fifty, and then six of the winners have spped between thirteen dollars and forty one dollars. So, this race historically um, is where you can really find a ruffie. You know, the mares are, are, are quite even, um, and and you sort of want a horse who's who's fit, sort of third up, fourth up. Um, the other interesting thing about the race is outside barriers are a huge advantage. Every single winner has been between barriers eight and thirteen over the last eleven years. Um, only four out of the 22 horses um, in the last 11 years that have run the Quinella have, have drawn inside seven so it's just a race where the mares uh you know that are sort of stuck on the fence in the big field really struggle and so you know i'm looking for something that can sweep home um out wide uh you know three-year-olds have a great record so i think she's Lickety to who, who won the edward manifold and then third and the thousand guineas that type of form usually holds up really well here uh, so she has to be a good chance uh, you know, Daisy's, I think, the really underrated mayor won the group two stocks, uh, stakes two starts back. She was wide no cover last start, so I think she's sort of a forgive run. run. Um, and I, I think there's horses like, uh, you know, Kiss on All Four Cheeks, um, Shalo, Yearning, Elusive Express, you know, and some of these runners are sort of 40, 50 to 1 that are going to sweep home down the outside. And so for me, there's actually a race where I'm going to, um, you know, probably back uh, you know, five or six at um at really big odds, you know, forty, fifty to one. And uh, I, I think something can really swoop home out wide. Um and you know, if La Creek uh isn't at her best or, you know, gets hemmed up a bit um uh, in running, then um then there's a whole lot of really talented bears here that are really big prices. Um and, and for me the profile of this race is a horse drawn out wide that's gonna swoop home um out wide and you know, I just I just don't want to be taking that uh you know six to four about uh a horse in, in this race.
0: Just quickly run through those horses, you might be backing Dino. Uh
1: she's look at his split, daisies, kiss on all four cheeks, uh shalo, yearning and elusive express.
0: All right then I am following you in. They're in the um Empire Rose at Flemington tomorrow. Let's have a look at the Golden Eagle. The $10 million Golden Eagle. You've got Overpass with Bet365 at $21. In the Congo at $12. Valana at $17. I wish I win at $11. And then we go down to Light Infantry that continues to firm up. This has been some go into $320 now and Chain of Lightning at $6. Dino. How good is this import? Um, Light Infantry, because uh, we had a chat to Kira May. He said that this horse would have been really competitive in a Cox Plate if there wasn't a 10 million four-year-old race to go in.
1: Yeah, he looked a genuine, you know, top-liner. Um, and I don't think we've had a genuine top-liner run in the in the Golden Eagle as yes. And, and yet some of the, the imports that have run have, um, you know, performed well. Um, so he's sort of a different level with his two, his two seconds and sort of, you know, French group ones. Um, You're know, really standing out. Um, I think you know the, the one point is uh, is that you know he's a horse that's basically run down straight tracks his whole life. So um, and then sort of uh, you know generally smaller fields of of sort of 11 or less. So he, he comes over here into this this mega race with 20 starters. Uh, you know Rose Hill is um, you know a tighter track than uh, a Plemington or a Randwick is. So, um, uh, and although he's been training at Canterbury, um, you know that that's what's going to be interesting. Look I I did have him rated very clearly on top and I sort of had him at a bit of four dollars. like you say, they've really steamed into him and sort of woke up this morning and now he's three twenty, three thirty, which is is tight. So it'll be interesting to see if he um if he if he gets back out and I think he might, um, but I do think he's, he's the one to beat it around the you know, the four dollar mark. Um when I think of the tracks playing, it's very difficult to swoop from out wide at Roseville when you're back and wide, so I was devastated that Fangirl drew so wide because I was, I was really keen on her. I think the drying track, getting back to a good track is the key to her. Um, you know, on good tracks, uh, if you sort of isolate her form, you know, she won the Light finger last prep, then she won the Groupon Binary. She's really good in the in the Wink States first up behind Animo. And then the tracks just got a bit too wet for her in the George Main and Epsom. Um, so, you know, they're going to need to be swooping. Like it said, it's hard at Rose Hill, but that swooping Fangirl at sort of $19 is a, a huge chance. Um, and then I think, you know, a horse like Chain of Lightning is just, uh, you know, really seems to be doing nothing wrong um, in, in her career and, and is going really well. Um, you know, she also looks like the a, a type of horse is going to map nicely on the fence there and give it's sort of a fence day at Rose Hill, which it certainly can be a lot of the time. Um, then she's going to get a really snuggly run because, uh, you know, to me, the, the speed map is just uh, insane in terms of the speed of this race. And a lot of them and the Congo and Mr. and military expert, lady on a lavish girl, they're going to go really, really crazy up front. So I do think it's going to suit something that's going to come off the speed and run over the top of them.
0: So can't wait for the Golden Eagle, mate. should be a beauty. I'm with you. I think light infantry will be very, very hard to beat. I've got about 35 seconds, mate. So a quick tip in the nature strip. What are you doing there?
1: Uh, look, I do think, um, I do think that lost and running, uh, you know, I was, I was pretty devastated and run the Everest. I was, I was very, very keen on it and had some uh, big tickets going into it. So it was a bit of a shame, but I, I you know, I do think uh, that that horse is just absolutely flying, you know, really getting to his peak now. Um, I, I, you know, Master side is going well, but it sort of was a bit flat in this race last year. Um, you know, Marzo I think is going to be, uh, you know, a genuine Everest contender next year, um, uh, a private eye. i be looking a little bit further now They've just had a couple of runs with Prep and I was a bit disappointing last time. So, you know, Luston's running sort of $2.40. I think, um, you know, he's just sort of the, the bulletproof one that I think is going to be pretty hard to beat.
0: You were sensational last week. You've been brewing for us all spring here on Giddy Up, Dean. Bella Nipitina and Sharp and Smart at a price for the punters out there listening to, to Giddy Up. So hopefully it'll be, it can be another fill up over a magical day of racing tomorrow with the Eagle and, of course, Derby Day. We appreciate your time. And, of course, our listeners head to Winning Edge Investments and then you just go to the membership page, you type in SEN, and you get 50% off for the rest of your life. And as I always say, it's the it's the best winner you'll back all weekend. Good on you, Dean. Thanks for that.
1: Thanks, Gareth. Cheers, mate. Have a great day.
0: Same to you. This is Dean Evans from Winning Edge Investments. Of course, today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. Gamble responsibly. Call the gambling hotline on 1-800-858-858. Bag of tips coming up next. There's a new place to get sport and racing on tap this spring, and it's in your pocket. Get all the racing action plus exclusive markets and offers with Venue Mode. For sport and racing on tap, download the new TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.